The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. <laughs> And welcome to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I am your host, Tim. I am a sex educator. I identify as chaotically gay. And one day I hope to have sex with Chris Hemsworth so I can say that he gave me a Thorgasm. Oh, that's good. I want a Thorgasm. Can I have one too? Please. I mean, I want Chris Hemsworth for all of us, right? What do you think a Thorgasm would be Maybe like? he uses his Thor hammer, hammer, hammer and does something with that at the same time as he's hammering ooh, you. I would ooh. love, ooh, oh my God. Just the thought of me being crushed in half by the God of Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> done That's done. so hot. It's a good the way to go. Done. Oh my God. So, listeners, those two lovely voices you heard at the other end are the most beautiful, most gorgeous sex educators I've ever met in my entire fucking life. We have April and Amy from the Shameless Sex Podcast. Hey, gals. How you doing? Hey, ready for my Thorgasm. Love that. Or what do you call it when you have sex with an entryway? A doorgasm? Oh. I want to Ooh, or yeah. the floor, a floor, a floor gasm. Gasm. There's mm-hmm. so many gas. You just add gasm to so many things. Or, really kind of <laughs> time. or like when you're in a boat, it's an or gasm. Oh, you can stick that or all kinds of places. <laughs> or and you could also use or, it as a paddle. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or you could use it as a paddle. Oh, oh, oh. No pun intended. Wow. There's so many places and things and people to just give you that fucking pleasure that we want right now (laughs) we're all like pent up with sexual energy because of this pandemic and like finally things are starting to open up and ah, i can just feel it i can feel the men and spreading their dna inside me and just like (laughs) i'm ready for it i'm here my Vax Girl Summer. <laughs> oh, Vax Girl. I like that. Vax Girl Summer. Hey. Instead of Hot Girl, Vax Girl. <laughs> Vax Girl Summer. Uh, I saw like a TikTok that was like, um, here's to being vaccinated, intoxicated, and ready to be impregnated. I'm like, yeah. Damn. That's me. Trying to get knocked that's up, some huh? T-shirt, yeah. uh, that's some t-shirt swag. Like, that's right? a little uh, yeah. tagline to put on all t-shirts or face uh, masks when we oh, don't need them even. Face masks. Uh, just have like, right here yeah. spray your seed right here <laughs> we did a podcast with someone on our show who who was talking about all of his um wild yet very safe covid sexual adventures he he had a masked blow job uh a what glory else? hole a glory hole he's like glory holes are 100 put up a covid safe yes and then yeah. A, a, yeah, the mask park blowjob well, with the a glory bag. hole is hilarious he lives in new york and he's like when new, new york came out with their rules for covid a glory hole is basically what they're saying to do and i hung a sheet up and i put a post on reddit advertising come to my glory hole and people could come there and just randomly suck his dick through a hole so 
I and, yeah, love that. Very That's safe. like literally the only important thing about a man. Like get rid of the entire body and just give me that. <laughs> I, li- I like the chest and the lips and I like to be snuggled. They can keep their arms. <laughs> or just like staple your mouth shut. Don't say a word. You're probably going to mansplain something to me. And I'm just like, oh, never mind. It's ruined. No, uh. no thanks on the mansplaining. We're good. Right. Uh, so I brought you guys on because... I want you to talk about orgasms. Yay. We love orgasms. Um, I wanted you specifically to talk about orgasms with uh, vaginas and vulvas because I don't know what that's like. I'm busy carrying around my elephant trunk of a cock around with me. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard, hard gig you got over there, right? Wow. Uh, you have to really a... think about your selection of clothing for the bottom <laughs> half with that. Uh, heavy lifting is what we call it in the big dick industry. Ooh, <laughs> sexy. Um, so first, I wanted to get you guys to like define first. What should we or how should we define an orgasm? Mm. Well, hello, everyone. This is Amy from the Shame the Sex podcast with my lovely friend here, my BFF, April. Uh, and our our podcast is, uh, the, the title gives it away, Shameless Sex. It's all about sex education, how we can talk about sex with as little shame as possible and decreasing shame around sex globally. Um, orgasm. So actually, on, in honor of shame, I think some of the common definitions of orgasm can create shame for people uh, and because they're like, that's not my experience. And I think orgasm can also uh, the, the common definitions can be limiting and a lot of people think of orgasm as some sort of genital contraction i feel pleasure my genitals contract um and then you know if you have a penis there's ejaculation if you don't have a penis you might ejaculate you might not um and that it can be conflicting in a couple ways uh number one there's people who have spinal cord, cord injuries who can have orgasms in other ways and it's not in their genitals um there has anyone ever had a sleep orgasm i have and it wasn't from touching my genitals and maybe in my sleep my genitals were pulsating and feeling amazing and then when I, but when i wake up i'm like that was an orgasm and actually i've had those those dreams where the sleep dreams where i'm um or orgasm dreams where I um, know that I'm dreaming. I just have orgasm after orgasm after orgasm. Um, and so that in the orgasm world, we would call an energy orgasm. Uh, so I just, I, I think I, I love uh, this woman, Barbara Corellis, who wrote Urban Tantra. Um, I'm probably not going to say this perfectly, but she describes it as an, uh, I think, an ecstatic experience that transforms you for a, a moment in time, Ooh. and which I like because it's very broad, and so, and she incorporates all of the ways that we can have orgasmic experiences and energy. And in fact, for me, sometimes when I see a live musical performance, not like a DJ pressing buttons usually, but like a live performance with dancers or with musicians. Uh, I feel this rush of an energy that does feel arousing. It might have been the ecstasy. Amy. It may have been the ecstasy. <laughs> no. I, I was 2012. Okay. I, I still experience it. And, uh, and I would um, love to go to a concert with you and just see yeah, how you. I'm react. just like. Whoa! Uh, but but that to me feels very orgasmic. So I think that everyone gets to kind of define it for themselves. It doesn't have to necessarily involve the contract the contractions of the genitals and involve the genitals. Uh, it somehow feels somewhat erotic to the person, and it is an experience that transforms you for a moment of time. Maybe that transformation is um, this deep release and all of a sudden you feel like, wow, I feel like I let go of all this baggage or you feel like a new being. I've had, you know, experiences where it just supercharged my day or my week. 
but I like that definition. What do you think about that definition? I think that's a good definition. There, I when I was growing up, I didn't even realize I was having orgasms because I was masturbating since I was five years old, and it just felt really good. And I would like hump a bear, and then this sensation Icon. would come over my whole body, and I didn't realize that was an orgasm. And I've realized the older I get that there are more sensual experiences, and that they don't have to be sexual, and they can actually still induce orgasms. Sometimes people can breathe into my ear and that's a very erogenous zone for me, like the breath on my ear. And it can trigger a sensation of euphoria and also it can it can help me have an orgasm. So I don't think there's any levels of, of what, it doesn't have to have an ejaculate, right? Sometimes mm, you can have mm. a, an orgasm without anything happening or any contractions. And I think you can probably get better and better at that when you learn more about your body and what it's capable of. Ooh, I love that. That's so like, that's so titillating. <laughs> Just mm -hmm. to think about like, all the different ways that you can get off and like, just there, there's so many things and we're all like conditioned to think, hmm, maybe I'm just gonna rub one out and then see what happens. But like, we're forgetting about all the different parts of the body, like, the entire fucking body is an erogenous zone. And like, I can have a neck gasm, I can have a nipple gasm. And like, I've I've had a prostate orgasm before and like that was powerful and totally like left me dried up like a raisin and I'm just mm. like mm, no more daddy <laughs> uh, I'm tired <laughs> that's a good boy I've had amazing anal orgasms almost in my opinion sometimes they were more transcendent than my vaginal mm. orgasms so I, mm. I I agree with that don't have a prostate I believe and I, and there's mm. not really a hierarchy of orgasm too I think that there's uh that's another misconception that people have that the creme de la creme is the full body orgasm or the transcendent orgasm or the multi-orgasm and and you know they're all it, it's it's different per person like if your little tiny orgasm is wonderful too then it's perfect and if mm -hmm. your big powerful transfer transformative witchy orgasm is wonderful too then that's perfect too but or i mean pleasure is pleasure and i think that that's really important to embrace and I, there's another thing that comes with shame with orgasms is, is how you have your orgasm right do i have my orgasm with my hands okay that's right but if i have to use a sex toy that's wrong and especially vulva owners they get that stigma uh, but again bring it back to pleasure is pleasure however you have your orgasms and if you don't have an orgasm you just experience pleasure that's awesome too what do you think is causing that block for some people who can't experience an orgasm? Because I see some people, they're like, oh, you know what an orgasm feels like? I can't. I'm like, mm. I, I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of just like this, like, like my body and my spirit and my mind, they're all just like firing and, choo -choo -choo -choo, and I'm like, I, 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 it's so hard to explain. I'm mm -hmm. like, how do we get those people who are unable to have an orgasm to get to this and be like, I really want to feel it like in your professional experience. I think so something that I feel continues to come up, especially with folks that are either new to tapping into their sexuality or have been in maybe long-term partnerships or haven't really had a lot of experience with masturbation. They expect other people to help them achieve an orgasm or they expect 
the it to come from outside of their 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 themselves. They they maybe had an experience when they were in their their late teens or their twenties or even their thirties that they had maybe an orgasm or a slight orgasm and they want that back. And it's hard to communicate what happened in that experience when it was given to you by someone else, right? And and then maybe your sex can kind of drift off because you're not focusing on your own pleasure and learning about your own body because everybody is different, right? I know that I can orgasm most most of the time from external play, right? So I have a lot of clitoral orgasms and internally it's more difficult. And I would say that folks out there though, that they might not be able to orgasm from external play. They might need, Amy can have like internal orgasms a lot easier than I can. So it's about exploring your own body, whether it's with your hands, as we mentioned, or getting a toy and not ever expecting it to come from another person. That's a bonus when it is induced by other folks or something unexpected. Uh, some Someone touches your armpit or your belly button and that feels really good. And describing an orgasm though is almost like describing the color blue to someone that's never been able to see colors because it's difficult to think about it it's it's never linear it, it's always different and sometimes the same porn or the same same product or toy or human that uh was able to give you an orgasm at one time uh won't be able that won't be able to happen a week later so it does feel like a rush of of intense bliss that comes over your body and sometimes your whole body convulses and sometimes it doesn't sometimes it's just like all right that was cool and it just <laughs> it just depends and sometimes your toes like they're kind of like uh they kind of clench up and your and your your fingers clench up and your mouth just can't stop oh you get tetany where the orgasm so powerful and you it's from the breath though it's a lot I think you're doing, I think it's when you exhale more than you're inhaling and your hands mm -hmm. can get all like dinosaur hands. You're like, yeah, to make T-Rex noises too. Like, Aah. yeah, totally. Well, and some other, <laughs> some other things. I like what April said about that, that people relying on other people to figure it out for them. And we're, we are our best teachers. And also when we're with another person, now we're thinking about them. What are they thinking? What, you know, where, what are they feeling? Do they love me? Am I beautiful? Am I sexy? Um, and so that can be a kind of a big mind fuck. And when we go and practice on our own, there's just a lot more spaciousness for us to check in with ourselves. Um, but some other reasons why people might have a hard time with that and getting to orgasm is just being in their heads, being very goal oriented. I have to have the orgasm. I have to have the orgasm. And you're not in your body when you're doing that instead of just focusing on the sensations and the pleasure. Um, some other reasons, if people are on antidepressants, it can really, really mess with their bodies. We're not doctors. So this isn't our area of, of expertise. So Lots we hear of this different pharmaceuticals can actually Espe turn off your, your yeah, sex organ of your brain. Especially SSRIs. Yeah. They have a tendency to do that. It can kind of numb out the body. And, and in, for some people, that's even hard, that's hard to overcome you as much as you try um, or you don't try, but you're still trying to just be in your body and you feel pleasure. It can be really challenging. Um, trauma. Also, if people mm -hmm. have tra trauma in their bodies, uh, the body can numb out and have kind of um, walls, like energetic walls. And with that, I mean, there's things you can do about all of these things. And I'm not, again, won't talk on the SSRM. This is not my specialty. Talk to your doctor. Uh, but trauma, there's hands-on healers. There's different ways that you can work through this, this block. Um, the body is brilliant and it remembers painful experiences and it turns off for a reason. Uh, and then I also I'll say with age things change. Um, mm. I know I know people though who are in their sixties and seventies and having better orgasms than they ever had. I'm so um, jealous. I know. Oh yeah, they're like good for you. And I, but I also know people who are like my orgasm.
orgasms change. It's harder to have an orgasm now. Uh, so yeah, I think it's just different per, per age and experience. And vulva mm -hmm. owners, a lot of us um, out there have hormonal shifts each month, right? Mm -hmm. It crashes and it, it and it actually um, spikes. And so I am hornier certain times of the month way more than I am after. And so it's also, it's, it's good to, to count on your body as a, an indicator for how you're feeling. And, and you might be able to work through that if you're not feeling super horny and you may be able to achieve an orgasm as a vulva owner and you may not be able to. So it's not about if you're having a sexual experience with someone, it's not really about the destination, right? It's about the journey. It's the journey. It's the journey. Oh, that's so Nicholas Sparks of me to say. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not, or what is, what's that thing in uh, Walk to Remember? It's like, love is like the wind or mm. something like that. Some I haven't seen that movie in a while, but you know? I love a rom-com. I love a good rom-com. Oh my God. I love when like the guy is all like in a jock and like, oh, hey baby. And I'm like, me? Oh no, Mandy Moore. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not you. Uh, not me. So, okay. If a person that's unable to have an orgasm has like locked into it, I'm like, okay, this is why I can't. How or at least like a practical way to approach the first step in body exploration. What are some of the ways that they can start to like explore? Like, uh, where do I start? Where do I start with my nipples? Do I start with my vagina? Where do I go? I would say, so I know Amy will have a, a, a lot of recommendations because she's been doing this forever, forever. forever. No, you've been masturbating longer than I it's have. It's true. So. <laughs> so I have a PhD in masturbation though. So let me just go there. Uh, yeah. I think, th so our biggest sex organ for human beings is our, our brains, right? The brain is our largest sex organ. So if you can tap into your body, and Amy was talking about the body keeping the score, and this is true, if you are able to use your breath to magically stimulate the areas that are being uh, just either touched or, uh, and it sounds very wooey, it actually works though, uh, because I never understood how to have an orgasm with a partner because I had been masturbating for so long. And so when I started to tap in and get out of my head, I'm a super heady person, constantly thinking about the next thing. Or whatever. So I had to really drop in, focus on my breath, focus on what was being touched, even with myself now using my hands is hard because I, I have been in the sex toy industry for, for a long time. So I have a lot of sex toys. So I'm like, why am I going to use my hand? I have all of this amazing vibration that I can apply on my, on my bits. So I would say that would be, in my opinion and in my experience, that would be my number one tip is to get out of your head and into the body. And that's, there's an art to that or like it's a, or a practice as I should say, because for a lot of us, I can speak for myself that it was not the default, the default, I'm a heady person. Uh, so it was normal for me to evolve in my head and, you know, live in, the, live in this world from my, from my head. And, um, but I need my head to get on board with my body. I have a whole body here designed for pleasure. Um, so I, yeah, I like what April was saying there. And for folks who are like, I don't really know where to start. Um, what I would say is set the scene, make sure it's you know, comfortable, safe, start with yourself. Don't start with another partner. Uh, so with your own practice, create spaciousness. So maybe set enough time for you to explore your body and then start to explore just letting your hands go wherever they want to go without any set ideas of it needing to be a certain way. Uh, and what I would also say is warm up your body first. Don't just go right for the genitals. So you have a whole body designed for pleasure. And if you get really curious and just let your hands slowly start to move around the body, they can really warm it up. You might find some nice places that feel really good and then kind of map the body. Where do I have sensation? Where do I have numbness? Where is there a lot of pleasure? And I think what was really powerful is 
in that slowness, because we're moving fast, we can't see this, right? I'm moving fast. I'm just like, where's my orgasm? But when I move slow, I can see, oh, there's some tingling here. Oh, there's some warmth in this part of my body. Oh, there's some throbbing. Oh, there's numbness. Oh, there's pain. Uh, and just follow the thread to the parts where you do feel those subtle sensations. So say, you know, if you're a vulva owner and you're rubbing your hands all over your body and then you, you know, at minute 10, they finally make their way to genitals or maybe a minute five or maybe a minute 20. Um, and going really slow and just seeing where the sensation is and then follow that. Okay, there's pleasure here. Keep doing that exact touch in that part of your body and your body will likely tell you a message about what to do next. And you just listen. It's the same for pleasuring other people too. Like we're, we're very intuitive humans. That sounds like a lot of work. I felt exhausted. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> Masturbation could be a lot of work. Again, it's true. Oh my God, right? Like you want to get the, the right scented candles and like the right toys and then the right, lube. Uh, the right music, the right lube, which is actually what I wanted to talk to you guys about because uh, what are some of the the toys, the tools of the trade, as I should say, that you would recommend people to uh, start when they want to start exploring their body. So go get a broomstick, a stick of gum, and some toothpicks. Okay, and an oar, and an oar, yeah. yeah. and an oar. Yeah. Uh, I and am... your favorite picture of your celebrity, like Idris yeah. Elba or something. Like, yeah. like, hey. The Chris Helmsworth photo and take oh, a beer ceiling. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that may work for some folks, and no judgment if it does. And if you're new to the world of sex toys, I would say. It's, it's, I think starting off with a vibrator that is a little bit smaller and has a range of vibrational modes. So it isn't just like a brrr, this like hammer that's going to hammer out your, hammer. your clitoris. And I will say, no matter if you are into that or if you're not, it's not going to blow out your nerve ending. So if you, if you are scared to try a higher setting with a product, just know that if you love the sensation of intensity, it's not going to blow out the nerves of your vulva. People ask that all the time. If I, is it going to desensitize me? No, you will always get that back. So uh, it, what it will do, you might, like me, get a bit of an addiction to my vibrator where it's difficult for me to orgasm without it because of the dopamine that's released. I'm like, oh, I need it every time. So a, a smaller vibrator, there are so many different options. I like something that has a soft silicone feel because it warms up to your body nicely and it feels really good uh, to have that just positioned on. Sometimes they can be like a little bit thicker silicone that's squishier um, and you can get an internal or external start with like a bullet vibe or something that is um, it has uh, the ability to really be held on to easily. So if you do want to incorporate it into sexy time with someone, with a partner, then you you can just pull it out and it's not the baseball bat that I'm used to between my legs. Like, here we go. I call the magic wand my baseball bat. Because, the Hitachi magic wand. Yeah, oh my God. Because yes. I have to use it. And it's so awkward sometimes. I have to be positioned just right because it can't really do doggy with it because it hits the bed. So It's a badass toy though. It's badass, but and, it's also, and, I'm addicted. Oh. It's amazing. You need to go to rehab people for who, People mm. who are really good at having orgasms as well as people who struggle having orgasms love that toy like if it's hard for you to have an orgasm like nothing's working i've tried all these lighter vibration toys and my hands are not working the magic wand generally gets people there they it's don't really have it in it. europe though they don't oh, have the right plug sorry, well europe. for the plug-in the rechargeable ones they have oh. now but europe uh. I, and i think this is a side note i just want to share because i've said this to you before amy i have this whole theory i've done a lot of work in in europe and australia and they have never had the magic wand and the company i work with is hot octopus uh and we manufacture really powerful vibrators for penis owners and vulva owners and a lot of times in europe people are like 
this is way too strong. And I'm like, really? Really? You think so? On the, that, It's only on the second level. And I personally believe that the Americans possibly blew out their clitorises when the magic wand <laughs> went to market. So I'm like, we all need power. I think the magic wand did that. That's just my theory. The and Americans a side note, blew it the out. Americans they blew out their clitorises. They need the power. It's so so it's funny, funny imagining me. like a bunch of clits just like exploding in a firework uh, display <laughs> because like confetti. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Oh, uh, BT Dubs. Thank you so much for the hot octopus. Oh, I yeah. am so obsessed. So I recently booked a session with the escort that I work with, and I brought the hot octopus with me. And Ooh. I told him, "Okay, I want you to use this on me and blindfold me, and then." uh like just let me have my my fun and then i'm like oh this feels so good oh fuck don't stop and then he started to get a little jealous and i'm like well do you want to try it's like kind of like well you're gonna have to pay me then so (laughs) and did he Mm, he gave me a discount which is like oh, all right, well, that's fair <laughs> and so you enjoyed that sensation because we make these extremely unique uh the, the penis toy it's a masturbator that has a pulse like a pulse plate technology so it's an oscillator so it's a different sensation than a lot of folks have experienced with prostate toys or anal toys that vibrate because it's it's oscillating so it it doesn't numb out any of the nerve endings and it really does create blood flow and i've heard from a lot of folks out there that they've had either instant orgasms or some of the most incredible orgasms of their of their lives using our products and it was developed by doctors oscillation was tested on penis owners that had spinal cord injuries amy was talking about that earlier Mm -hmm. and it was not for pleasure it was specifically so these folks could have children because oscillation causes involuntary ejaculation in penis owners so there you go so no matter who you are if you are if you are in you know some sort of mobility situation or you have uh, not a lot of strength in your hands to masturbate you can use this automatic masturbator from hot octopus called the pulse and you can get an orgasm i'm happy to hear that you are a fan I am a huge fan, and so is my escort. I'm like, get your own. Find your own sex educator network and <laughs> buy it yourself. You've got all this escort many. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so lovely to hear that, like, toys are making orgasms accessible and easier to achieve. And, like, ah, they're, they're, and there's so many more toys coming out. I'm like, I want more. I, I don't have room. <laughs> Mm. like my my dog fully chewed on my dildo and i'm like (sighs) they love that i don't blame them do love silicone is totally Mm. safe too but not i mean yeah it still it sucks when they chew it up my dog (laughs) does take after her father because she loves dick as much as i do so (laughs) (sighs) she's gobbling up every single dildo that i ever own like like, father like daughter father like daughter exactly (laughs) so what about um like lube to go with the toys like what are some lubes that are good that are bad uh what can you recommend well, we, our favorite lube is Uber Lube. It's a silicone-based lube. So um, we don't really recommend using it with silicone toys because silicone on silicone can be kind of funky, can do weird things to the toys. Um, it's not all silicone toys. So you'd spot test it with your toy if you really wanted to use it with a silicone toy, but you just want to be careful. But Uber Lube is our favorite lube for all kinds of play, vaginal, oral, anal. Um, it's long-lasting. It never gets sticky. has no flavor, no scent. It feels luxurious. Squeaky in the doors. Squeaky doors, put in your hair. Uh, so yeah, Uber Lube is the best lube in, in our, opinion uh, and if you are using silicone toys then um, it's recommended to use a, more of a water-based lube i'm a big fan of 
some of the water-based lube is by Sliquid. I like their Oceanics that they make, and they make some more organic ingredient products. Uh, let's see. What else? What are some other lubes that we've tried recently that we are... I do to- love some. There's some that... So I know that it's... Uh, wa- they have So many companies have water-based and silicone. I, oh, do they still make the yes? I don't know if they do yes. anymore. That was my favorite know. water-based They're Brit- lube. Yeah, British. They're British, yeah. but I don't want to recommend it because I'm not sure if it's available. I haven't... Because I use Uber Lube now religiously. I use it with everything. I do too. I, and if I use it on my silicone toys, this is what I do. I wash it right away. Yeah. I don't let it, throw it in the drawer or fall asleep and let it hang out. And it takes hours for it, it to hurt the toy. It takes actually a long... It takes yeah. a few days. Yeah. Because I've done it before where I didn't wash my product and it was fine. Uh, so I think... Now that the FDA also kind of messed with the regulations with uh, the the lubes out there, there's oh God, a lot. The liquid silk days. That's what I was going to yeah. say. The liquid silk was so good, but yeah. there's another you can still one get it in Europe. You can't get it here. Oh, there's um the company out of Canada. The woman oh, into owned pleasures company. pleasurables. Uh, they're great. Uh, the other ones that used to make the um oh my god, oh, Hather Aphrodisia. Yes, Hather Aphrodisia. They have yeah, another one called too. yes. It's yeah. a water based lube called oh it's oh. it's a Hather Aphrodisia. If you just look up the brand, and they only have one water based lube there that they make. The rest of them are flavored. But I think one of the things that we we like Satil. Are... It's Satil made by Hather oh, Aphrodisia. Satil. Satil. In the white bottle. Yes. It's yes. made yes. by yes. Hather yes. Aphrodisia though. It's the same people. But the FDA did change things here, oh, see, which so... made it so it's harder to get certain products from other countries that aren't made made in the U.S. And for those companies to send it to the US, they have to spend a lot of money and do a lot of documentation, a lot of time. And a lot of them are like, fuck it. So the, so we which is limiting here. And yet we still have plenty of wonderful brands here in the United States. And if you're in, in Europe or in Canada, you have some great brands too. Ooh, so much to choose from and so little time. And like, now that we're opening up, we're just gonna buy every single lube buy every single toy. We're just Lube gonna party. have all the organs. Lou party. Oh my god. I read about this like one party that happened in Germany where it's like it's really dark and then when they hear like a bell, the lights really go down, and that's a signal for every single person to start masturbating and jack off on the floor. And just whoever isn't, they just slide across the entire floor and that's just full of cum. Oh jeez! Wow! Wow! The Germans really know how Those to. Those Germans it are up. wild. I mean, yeah. they have oh, to yeah. do that. How long does it take before all that dries up? It's got to be the hostages. <laughs> yeah, mix it with a little lube. They it's have to, or, yeah, going. throw a little water down on yeah, it so it gets rehydrated. Uh, we are truly behind on the times. If they're doing that. Where are we here in North America? Like, where's on, where's people. my jizz slip and slide? What's up? Why are you holding the out? Jizz slip and slide. I can just imagine, just like. And then, like, slide off into oblivion. Just just a happy little gay boy. I'm a germaphobe, so that sounds terrible to me. (laughs) I would have to be wrapped in, like, full... In a hazmat bunny suit? Yeah, I'd be like, okay, I'm ready for the slip and slide. (laughs) No, that's kind of hot if you're, like, in a hazmat suit, like, with all your PPE equipment. And then just, like, ooh, it's close, but not close enough. Exactly. That would be fine with that. You know that's someone's fetish. Someone's like, yeah, you speak a language. (laughs) My love language is being messed up my face with cum. No, it's that's, yours. That's oh, just money shot. My love language is money shot. Please, thank you. Money shot. My love language is money. Please. Yeah. And gab shot here and there too. I'm bisexual. If you buy me something, I become sexual. Oh, <laughs> damn. For any menses out there that are wanting to date this really sad single boy from Toronto, like. Please come through. Maybe Drake's over there. You can hit him up. That's oh. my that's my dream. <laughs> that's my dream fuck right there. Is he in Toronto? Yeah, oh, he's from yeah. Toronto. Oh, he's shit. like mm-hmm. Toronto royalty now. I mean, he has mm-hmm. the key to Toronto. Oh wow! <laughs> I didn't know. 
he can start from the bottom and he can stay at my bottom. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah, a great well. reference, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> started so, from the bottom, now he's up. Now, well, up, now, he's, now I'm something. Now you're up. up. Now you're up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Drake, if you ever start listening to a sex ed podcast, it better be this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that beautiful man. Or shameless oh. sex. Or shameless sex, you Both. know, whichever one where it's just hosted by a bunch of sluts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> sexy sluts, though. Yeah. Mm, yeah, sexy sluts. Um, so I want to go a little bit deeper. Let's go old school. Uh, masturbation and specifically masturbation techniques. What are some of the ways that you have found effective? Uh, I mean, it, it is going to differ for a lot of people, but like, what are some of the masturbation techniques that you enjoy? Let's start with like the vulva. Okay. Like let's name the parts of the vulva. What do you like to stimulate and how? Well, I would say go get yourself a teddy bear and start humping it. Like April Aww. Like I did when yeah. I was little. Uh, so obviously Amy has a vulva puppet and this is audio, so it won't matter. And for <laughs> there's uh, the vulva is not the vagina's inside, right? The vagina mm. is what- That's my pet peeve. When people yeah. say, I, I want to see your vagina, like, you, inside. You want to go in. Yeah, you want to. Go yeah. in. And then when you call it a camera. Yeah. 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 And then we call it a vulva. People are like, are you talking about a car? Yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> a vulva. And, drive. <laughs> yes. I'm like, no, no. So a lot of folks don't know, but I I think what if you look at the the clitoris and, and just like uh, Emily Nagowski talks about in her book, Come As You Are, she talks about genitals. So whether you're a penis owner or a vulva owner, they're like fingerprints. There's no two that are alike. So you could look at your vulva and I could be describing this and it may look totally different. But when you're looking at the clitoris, there's clitoris and then there's the labia minorum, labia majora, that's the vulva, right? And then inside there's other bits and, and Amy can touch on more if I'm missing anything. But the clitoris is like a wishbone. So you can only see the tip of the iceberg for a lot of folks. And so it gets engorged you can actually have a clitoral boner and so for techniques there are so many and i recommend if you are either a vulva lover or vulva owner or vulva admirer amy and i've worked with omgs for years and it's uh, this online platform that talks about different ways to pleasure yourself and it's videos or modules basically and it's external pleasure uh, there's 62 modules and then there's internal pleasure but because there's so many techniques and visualization, at least for me, is really important. You can go on and sample it. It's one time you pay. It's really affordable. You pay a, like a, a small amount of money and you can get all of their modules endlessly. And so you can actually practice the different techniques. There's the swirl. There's the, mm-hmm. the bounce back. There's a the edgy, yeah, yeah, there's there's a, a ton of different options. And it's um, real life humans between the age of 18 to 95. And it's all research based. So mm-hmm. so you get all sorts of the owners that are real humans and it was all research so i would recommend that and omgs.com slash shameless to get 10 percent off omgs like oh my god yes.com that would be my as a a human that loves to masturbate i would say there are way too many humans out there to recommend one technique and go and explore and amy you can touch on other things i'm sure you have i am (laughs) of april being being because i wasn't a young masturbator so i I don't know why i just like i check out my vulva and be like what is this the smell is interesting i like the smell and i like it's funny to check out and uh, i didn't really actually start to masturbate until i was like you know 17 or 18 but nothing really happened with my hands so i got a vibrator for my first time the first one i got was just a nasty rubber jelly one that didn't do shit and probably gave me a rash gross yeah and then the next one I got was actually powerful and gave me orgasms. Uh, but I, um, I, 
I personally, to this day, don't have my orgasms primarily with my hands. My hands are what, what they do is they warm up my body. And then I either go to the vibrator or like, you know, playing with partners or things like that too. I have had orgasms with my hands, but it's not my primary way. Um, and I love vulva massage. Uh, and I love because you the vulva, right? You have the external labia and everyone's different. Some people who can't even see their labia menorah, they're like tucked inside. Um, but, you know, I'll speak to just what is available is external labia, so the bigger puffy lips. Then you have the little labia menorah, so the thinner ones. Then you have the clitoris. I um, mean, like April said, there's a wishbone. And I love massaging all around the labia majora. So again, that puffy tissue. And when I say massage, it's like the same as I would do a shoulder massage. I'm kneading it. I'm pressing into it. I'm kind of like rubbing up and down. Um, use lube. And, yeah, using sure. lube, not dry. And this for me is, is can be part of masturbation. My partner will do it for me, but I'll also just do it for myself. And then what I often would do is do that for myself. And then I go to my sex toy because that's just my jam. Uh, but it's part of the, the warm-up or it can be its own event. And, um, and also for masturbation, it doesn't have to be about goals, right? Yes, we can be like, I want the orgasm, but that might get in our way, if especially if orgasm's hard. So um, just really focusing on the pleasure. And I feel a lot of pleasure when I get that vulva massage. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Not vulva, vulva. <laughs> so I always sound like Volvo. Volvo, right? Like, I mean, yeah. you they're both things that you can drive and like oh really into, i like you know? that <laughs> i actually once taught a masturbation class for uh both penises and vulvas and then i got feedback about how the the most favorite technique that the students uh liked was this, the pussy hug where you get the heel mm, of your yeah. hand on your mom's pubis and then you lie down so that it's uh covering your entire vulva and then you kind of do the worm with your hand Mm -hmm. And you go like curve, and I'm like, ooh, okay. I guess yeah. that I got I got to start doing that to more of my my vulva partners, and then just like see how they react because <laughs> I, pussy I, hug I've is been great. I love that yeah. the pussy hug. Yeah, the pussy. Mm. Well, the nice thing well, with the pussy hug too is it can let the skin on skin acclimate to each other. So you know, if, especially well, I mean, with this my own hand, I can put it in there and give myself a pussy hug. But especially for a new partner touching my pussy or a regular partner, every time they come to touch my pussy, if they go right to like poking at it, it's shocking. really overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> but if they hug it and hold it and do the worm on it for a while, when for a while I mean like thirty seconds to a couple minutes, I like that you call it the worm. I haven't heard that one yet. Um, it really can all of a sudden my pussy can relax because it's like oh we're the you know, now we're acclimated to each other. I feel safe. You're going slow. Uh, so yeah, I love that. Sometimes love it's warming your 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 vulva up and your clitoris up with a toy prior to. Oh yeah. To I love doing that, and I'll just use the vibrator on my my external bits for I don't know five minutes, and and I'll either be almost right on the edge of orgasm, or I'll be warmed up and ready, and it everything unlocks and unleashes in my body and my my nipples get more turned on and and it actually ends a lot of times in orgasm but it's not my final destination remember it's, it's just, just about the journey, the journey. <laughs> it's all about the journey because like i know there you would have like a longer refractory period even after your first orgasm because like you're still in that aroused state which can allow you to get into like multiple orgasms mm -hmm. right yeah but totally. yeah I've never really experienced a multiple orgasm. Like, have you? Yeah, definitely. You it's, not, it's not my yeah. rate. Well, okay. I, we, as vulva owners, we don't really have the same refractory period that a penis owner has after you ejaculate and um, that 
that's just part of you know anatomy and physiology uh, and we can still get overstimulated and, and need a, a rest break but rest break but for me um, I I'm one of my favorite toys is I like the um, the ones that kind of uh, both pulsate and vibrate and they have a light suction by the company's womanizer a satisfier I the use satisfier on, the satisfier yes. yes yeah I love it and I use it on or around my clitoris and because I use it on my nipples yes I've heard people using mm. nipples I, people, I mean I've heard people with penises using it on various parts of their bodies too so mm. uh, but for me, I can have orgasm after orgasm after orgasm with that without feeling overstimulated. Whereas if I use the magic wand and for like five orgasms, my clip would be like, okay, we need a break. And that's just me. Um, but I have also had multi-orgasmic experiences that did not involve sex toys. That was from penetrative sex, um, either with fingers inside of me or um, or with the penis inside of me. I haven't had it from a mouth. Um, that's not my primary way of orgasming either is not from oral sex. And that's, I'm different from other people. Um, and the multi-orgasmic, the multi-orgasmic experiences that I've had without sex toys that are from penetration, they feel like they can go on forever. I can't tell if it's one long 15-minute orgasm or it's like 50 different ones in 15 minutes. And it's a magical and amazing. And I do not know how to replicate them. I cannot have them whenever I want. They happen when they want to. And it's based on a lot of things for me. It's feeling safe. It's feeling very relaxed. It's based on my energy levels. It's based on my connection with my partner um, and the technique. It's so many things. It's like, it's I, if I could have them all, I'd probably get bored of them if I could because I don't want to have one thing all the time but they're quite magical i probably have only had like i don't know 10 to 15 of those in my life oh that sounds like dehydrating really. it is <laughs> but it's also really that that shit transforms you like after that i'm a different person and i'm mm -hmm. i'm like did I, you get uh, a facial or something like, no. like, no. <laughs> i just had a multi-orgasmic experience you've got a nice yeah. little glow What's to you today huh? well and if you see me doing it it looks super witchy it looks like i'm doing some witchcraft stuff i'd probably be burned at the stake there is which also brings me to a point of the amount of research that talks about how orgasms and masturbation not only teach you about your body it actually there's proof that you'll live longer you'll actually will relieve stress it's a stress reliever it encourages you to uh, release that that built up cortisol that people have and and you you get a bit of an adrenaline rush so you can have these orgasms and live longer you all so if you aren't able to have an orgasm right now don't worry because the human body is a fucking magical thing and there's so many tools out there to help you achieve a longer life unless you don't want to live long oh which is God. okay too <laughs> i mean i can just imagine myself on my deathbed and i'm just like okay i'm just gonna like come one more time and then the doctor's like whoa where did his heart rate go to and then boop hey i'm not done yet honey <laughs> like, give him one more ejaculation he's one gonna more. he's got a just couple more, more days left <laughs> i can come and then i can go <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh yeah extending your life uh, uh, what do you guys think of uh, those Cosmopolitan, L, Vogue, whatever articles and like how to get the one hour orgasm or like the whatever new fad orgasm? Because I'm like, is that even a, a, a thing? Uh, like, are, are there people who are like experiencing orgasms for days on end? Uh, I don't mm. Uh, but possibly good for those folks if they are able to we did a, a podcast with uh 
this couple that teaches about extended orgasms. So they last for a long time, a long period. And in, in, in my opinion, I think sometimes 20 minutes or I didn't, I don't think they had a time they, on it. It was just longer. It's not like two seconds of bliss. You yeah. know, it's like a long, it's longer and you, and yet you have the ability to extend it. I learned a lot from that because I have, I don't have experience with, with these extended orgasms or day long orgasms. I, I didn't know that was a thing. And as far as cosmopolitan and like, now that's my <laughs> Yeah. Goal. Sorry, where I'm not coming in today. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Busy. I'm calling yeah. in horny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. I'm really happy that there's mainstream media surrounding sex and orgasms and there's exposure. And sometimes, because a, lo a long time ago, I mean, even is, is just probably the 2000s, people didn't talk about sex as much or it wasn't a way that was really... I think PG 13. And now they're tapping into these things where people are asking themselves questions about their own sexuality, not questions like, oh, I'm bad, but oh, wow, that's possible. I didn't know that. And it almost normalizes it and makes it okay for people to think about those things. And so I'm a fan of, of the exposure that those mainstream media um, outlets like the magazines are giving people and now online. Uh, and at the same time, some of the information could also make you feel bad or ashamed that you haven't been able to achieve that stuff, which is also, mm -hmm. remember, everybody's so different. So you, you can't read that like a bite and, and take it verbatim because your body may or may not be able to do that. Maybe it will one day. As Amy said, she can't replicate that 15 orgasm back to back thing over and over again. Our bodies, they you may be able to achieve that, but don't be hard on yourself if you're if you're unable to. We also live in the era of the hack culture. Like we want all the life hacks. I want the fast row, the fast lane to get the most amazing thing. And I think maybe that can apply to some things. Like there's men who learned how to do that to flirt with women and, you know, people do it for health and fitness. Um, and yeah, maybe it can apply to some sex, but I think a lot of the most profound sex is not hacked. It's, I mean, it, it's, it is edge part of it. We learn and we practice, uh, but we don't figure out like the easy route, you know, just take the magic pill and then you get there or learn X, Y, and Z. And now, you figured it all out also because because we're you know april says before we're always changing so um i i think there's a balance there i think some of those articles and you know Cosm cosmopolitan and l and things they are a little more like hacky you know we're trying to hack into that mm -hmm. thing and just follow mm -hmm. these five steps and you'll get this five thing. tips and for then, an amazing blowjob and then like come april, every time and like april like, said oh. then they try it and they don't get it and they're like what's wrong with me so i think it really is also embracing the fact that it's about practice and that we're all different yeah, and it's not like a one size fits all just because some big Cosmo style magazine says these are the things that work. This is what's in and this is what people are doing. And I'm like, I don't want to listen to Gwyneth Paltrow go on about her jade egg and her, what is it, gold carrot dildo. I'm like... I'm Fancy. broke. Yeah. <laughs> Please. I'll have her my vegan hands. Friendly. It's vegan friendly. The gold carrot <laughs> dildo. Hopefully yeah. it's not real gold because that wouldn't be friendly. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. Or maybe it like, would. I don't know. Maybe it's harvest, harvested sustainably. It's gold? <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. The way it's hard. Yeah. yeah. The way it's, yes. I would yeah. just like the, just like the idea dildo. of having, <laughs> I just like the idea of having like precious minerals inside me. Like I'm ah. some sort of jewelry box, you know? And yeah. like, that's my little secret. I can just shove it inside me while I'm walking in public. I'm like, I have nothing on me, Mr. Thugger. I don't yeah. have anything precious on me. Little did you know, about? 
have like a $10,000 dildo in my say, pussy. If you yeah. need to transport it, put it in nature's pocket. Yeah, nature's pocket. Nature's Very pocket. That. It's the Very best. That. Not, but not the anus, everyone, unless it's a anus. Oh. Unless it's a plug uh, or something friendly. that's you gotta a, hollowed a, out inside. Yeah, you got to have a flange on that yeah. base for the anus. I have lost a many a toy inside my backside. You have? <laughs> oh, no. What did you do? Uh, let's just say this was back in my noob days of being a horny little gay guy. And, like, I put something in there without a flared base. Mm. And, um... <laughs> The Uh-oh. doctor's trip was a little embarrassing. Oh, no. oh yeah, so you scary. have to go to the doctor. I'm yeah. happy you're okay. That's so scary. I always I have mean, a nightmare. I can't. This I can't was imagine. like back in high school, and I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I should try this before having sex with a guy. And then I'm like, oh, mom, dad, I, oh, no. I really need to go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> my, my friends that are in nursing and, and at the hospital at all, they have some They've amazing stories about things that are mm. in people's bums. Mm. I'm like, what? A fire truck? Yeah, like a toy fire. <laughs> yeah, like, oh fire my truck. god! Like, that that yeah. yeah. Oh my god! And it was. I think it, this the alarm was sounding on like this kid's fire. <laughs> I am not kidding. I was like, you are making this oh shit up. God. Nope. That's oh my up. god! I have seen like some X-rays online of people that have shoved different things up their butts. It's like a light bulb, a loaded gun, a Buzz Lightyear toy, and I'm like, that was probably how? going probably saying yeah. something like to infinity, to infinity and beyond. <laughs> Yeah, well, that infinity is going to be. That is infinity for you. Like, when are these batteries going to wear out? Yeah, that's embarrassing. (laughs) To the the deepest, darkest depths of the galaxy. Mm. Oh, no. Have you guys had any masturbation mishaps happen to you? Mishaps. Well, I haven't had a masturbation one. I just had a I had a labia accident with with a sex accident where my labia, my labia majora, the outside was torn in (gasps) half. By a condom, actually, a latex condom without lube. The friction. I was, mm. I was really, I was 17 years old, so I was really young, and uh, it was super painful, and I had to be rushed to the emergency room in a, an ambulance, and then I had to get stitched up, and then because I was 17, I was on my parents' insurance, and they're like, "Why did you have to go to the hospital?" Because I was, I was like camping with an ex-boyfriend, and and I said, "Oh, I fell on a stick because." That classic, the classic I just, excuse. I fell on that yeah. fire. Dog I, I, ate I my homework. <laughs> fell on a stick, mom. Sorry. Oh. So that, but it, masturbation. No, I don't have any weird shit. I almost got busted a couple of times by mom when I was little. Walking in. Yeah, but that was it. I, I've never mm. had any. Yeah, not with masturbation. Any and that I can think of. I'm or sure. Like I, you know. Yes, like a funny sex story. I mean, yeah. the funny, the most funny, most interesting thing that happened in within the last six months with my partner is he was licking my asshole. He really likes to lick my asshole a lot, and um, he did it on the first date actually. Me very, too. Very nice. Oh, yeah. that's so like, romantic. So sweet. Um, and uh, and I didn't feel gassy at all. I'm talking not the first day. This is like you know a year into it. I didn't feel gassy at all. And he's licking my asshole, and all of a sudden I just felt this little like a little, and I was like. Did I just oh, fart no. on your tongue? And he, <laughs> and he he didn't even say anything. He just kept going. The, but when I said, did I just fart on your tongue? He's like, he just starts cracking up. He's like, yeah, you totally did. And and he I said was it was like, just a little poof of air. Yeah, it was a little poof. Little it was just like like little air that was trapped or something. And but I, but I didn't even know it was gonna happen. So anyways, he's he's like, I'll keep going. I like I don't have a problem. Keep going. And I was like, no, it's too funny like, now. I'm we can't. Like, I'm, yeah, like, we gotta do something else now. So he handled it very well. But it, we have this ongoing joke now about uh, just a little like on the tongue. Then it's fun. Oh, that's so yeah. funny. I've, I once had a guy like come inside me and then as he was doing so he uttered 
I'm gonna get you so fucking pregnant. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh wow. wow, was that hot to you? Or what did you think about it? <laughs> no, I, I just started laughing because I'm like, what are you gonna do? Raise all eight kids inside of me? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, interesting and, line. <laughs> I, I, you better like pay up with that child support because if I'm raising all of these kids, you you gotta you you gotta pay up. <laughs> now, if some dude said that to me, I'd be like, I gotta go. Me too. Bye. I'd be like, like oh, I'm d- not hot. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you're coming in my ass, or maybe no. did you just not know how the reproductive system works? Yeah. <laughs> <But> like... <laughs> Let me educate you. Let yeah. me get my vulva puppet. Yeah. <laughs> Step one. There we go. Oh my god. Oh, so on that, like, how would I as a partner? Uh, who wants to help uh, my sexual partner achieve orgasm? Like, what are some of the ways that I, an orgasmic person, can help a non-orgasmic person in bed? Are you talking to like to just any partner of vulva owners? Just like someone wants to pleasure uh, a vulva well, owner? We've been talking about vulva, so we might as Stick well with do that, that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, okay. So for me, I'm a big fan of uh, respect and safety being important, especially for receivers, like whether you're penetrating ass or a pussy, they're receiving orifices and they need to be fully relaxed and feel pretty good to receive. Otherwise they tighten up, they clench and things don't feel good. Uh, so I would really put a lot of energy and time into making or not making, but helping the person that you're going to uh, stimulate or penetrate. Maybe you're not even talking about penetration. You just want to pleasure them, but even just pe- pleasure, even just having hands on these parts of the body or a mouth, they still need to feel relaxed and ready. So uh, helping the person feel as safe as possible, telling them that there's no rush, there's no goals. I'm just happy to pleasure you. Also, uh, uh, we love pussy praising over here at Shameless Sex. Uh, a like lot have of have a shrine and have a shrine altar it. with a big flowing juicy pussy on it. Well, that would be great. But if you can't have that, uh, when you are going to go close to the the pussy, especially if you're you're looking at it with your eyes or your hands or whatever, you're, however you're getting close to it, to give it some praise, like tell the pussy that it's beautiful. Maybe not. Actually, my partner sometimes talks directly to my pussy but i'm talking about talking to the person so the person you say you have and and find something authentic too if you don't love the look of the pussy find something else the smell of it the taste of it um but if whatever you can say like that really helps get rid of that shame and help someone relax uh so like you have the most beautiful pussy i love the taste of your pussy one other line that i love that and please at least mean some of it and but you won't mean all of it because you'll know when i say it is i could do this all day i love pleasuring you i could do this all day and it helps the person relax because they're like, we're not in a rush here. I can just receive. Now, if they really think that you're saying you're going to do it all day about in about 45 minutes, like, actually, no, no, no. I, what I meant was I really like doing this and I want to do it for a long period of time, but I actually can't do it all day. But it's, that's, that can be really, really, really helpful. Uh, I know it really works well for my body. And I think I'll add to it two other pieces that, that could work for some folks. Mutual masturbation, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. you're going to watch each other masturbate if you are comfortable enough with each other and you can set the scene appropriately because then you learn about other things, techniques that your partner is using on themselves, whether it's with their hand or with a toy. So that, that could be a really great way. And then, uh, another, another thing is to, we we always talk about going slow and, and learning about what you enjoy with touch. And I am a fan of slow and I'm also, I, so when I'm in the bedroom, I, I'd speak a lot for a living, but I cannot fucking communicate sometimes what I love or what I want people to do. And so if my partner says to me, like, you know, 
what do you want? What do you want? What do you like? I'm like, oh, I don't know. So what you can do is have experiential nights where you're trying new things. And if you're not into speaking or saying yes, 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 you can use a tap, like a tap system. You can tap on them a few times. Three means, three taps means Simon yay, says, like it. Like yeah. Two taps light. means a little bit harder. Uh, if you don't want to speak to it, sometimes it's hard to speak when you're in the bedroom. And if you're shy or you don't have the words at the time, using the tap system, just pre-negotiate all of these things before you get into the bedroom. Because if you're tapping on them, they might not know what the fuck you're doing. You have to be like, oh, wait, yeah, I forgot to tell you. Yeah. SOS or not. Uh, what is it? The thing uh, that you do, the little Morse code. Morse code. Yeah. Morse code. You don't so, understand? And pre-negotiation is really important because it's also you could do give and, give and receive evenings or daytime where you choose uh, to give to your partner and they can tell you what they love and what they what they are maybe not so much into and vice versa for the other other partner yeah, and make it fun like make it like a game like you yeah. do it in jeopardy style Use like, costumes. This is the part of my body that yeah. i really like to be touched what is the Volvo? what is the... <laughs> what is my clitoris <laughs> what is my what is eyeball licking or i don't know that's a thing <laughs> yes everything is a thing tim everything is a thing uh, everything is a thing we have covered literally everything about orgasms i hope that people can take away something from this episode but if they haven't uh take it away for us take it home like what is your takeaway message for the listeners our takeaway message is love yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, actually yeah. it really is how about it starts with you That's it a good starts one. with you yeah. and love yourself and you are an incredible sexual being and you can unleash all of the the things that you want to unleash unleash and sometimes it takes some work but work isn't scary okay because with work, you will get some results. Yeah, yeah, I like that that part of it. It's, it's really starting with you, and the uh, practice makes perfectly imperfect, as Brene Brown would say. Um, the perfectly imperfect part that uh, if you want to learn something, you want to evolve. Something feels challenging, and you want to learn some more skills. Just dedicate a lot of time, practice, but do it for you. Don't do it for someone else. And it starts with you in your own practice. Ah, uh, lovely, such lovely words. Ah, uh, I can't, I can't get enough of this. I'm pretty sure the listeners won't be able to get enough of you guys. So, where can people find you? You can go to. Well, we have our podcast, Shameless Sex, is on all the platforms from Spotify to Apple to anywhere that people listen to podcasts. Pandora, we're even on Pandora, Ooh. and you can also go to our website, shamelesssex.com. And then we are on Instagram. Shameless sex podcast is our handle. Check us out because we do a lot of giveaways. We do uh, really beautiful contests and we post a lot of fun content and we just like to reach out and touch someone via digital media. So. <laughs> Only with consent. of course. Only with consent. <laughs> if you want us to reach out and touch you, consensually sign this document sign this document right now <laughs> and yes and every we, consensual touch needs a contract <laughs> this is we, we amy and i this is our, our 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 life's purpose and as it is i'm sure for you tim is is to help the world have more pleasure so yep. we're grateful and we have gratitude for uh, all of you out there listening right now and we love you every new tuesday every new tuesday every tuesday we drop a new episode so see you next tuesday <laughs> it is a new tuesday every yeah tuesday. it is a new tuesday that's true <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point but i'm glad you saved um, me on that one <laughs> April, Amy, you guys are so fucking amazing. I love your vulva vagina wisdom so much. And yeah, just I hope you guys get the most pleasure that life has to offer for you. Thank you, Tim. Aww, thanks for uh, having us. Lots yeah. of love to you. Thank you so much for coming on. And listeners, thank you so much for listening. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. 
music is Aces High by Kevin McLeod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GaySlutClown and at SexEdWithTim. You can also like and follow me on the Sex Ed with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Even better, you can also support the show on Patreon, where you can get early access to ad-free episodes and more. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut. Mwah! Thank you.